This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, my name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to a little pre-match podcast we have produced to warm up for tonight's big match at the Emirates between Arsenal and Liverpool. Hopefully you've given our main Blood Red show a listen by now, and if you have, then this should whet your appetite more for a match that always seems to guarantee goals and drama. Liverpool should be considered favourites tonight. They are four points above Arsenal and victory would take them back to the top of the Premier League table. Recent history is also on the side of the Reds. They have won three and drawn three of the last six Premier League meetings between the clubs, scoring 17 goals along the way. But saying that, Arsenal in great form themselves, winning 12 of their last 13 matches in all competitions. So how will tonight's game go? That's one of the questions I put to our sports audience editor Christian Walsh in the Echo Studio yesterday. My chat with Christian kicks off this podcast and then you'll hear audio from the manager press conferences that also took place yesterday. Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp talks his side start to the season, what he makes of the Gunners, the latest injury news from the Reds camp and the different systems he has used so far this season. And then you'll hear a little bit from Arsenal manager Unai Emery. Thanks for joining me and we'll be back after the match with our post-game podcast. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. I'm joined by Christian Walsh now. Christian, you okay? I'm not too bad, Paul. How are you? Yes, I'm, I'm good, mate. Looking forward to this match on a Saturday night. Uh, and I think the last time we spoke was two weeks ago, wasn't it? Before the Huddersfield game. And back then you were saying that Liverpool really needed to win these four league games going into the next international break just to, to keep pace or keep ahead of Manchester City. So far, so good. Two wins out of two, Huddersfield and Cardiff. But how big a test do you think Arsenal will be for, for Liverpool? Well, this is undoubtedly the biggest test of this period, most certainly. Uh, you know, Liverpool have navigated the first two league games and also the Champions League game with uh, Red Star Belgrade expertly, really. I know the, the result against Huddersfield was, was good, but the performance maybe less so. Uh, Cardiff and Red Star, you got a little bit of both in terms of you got a, a good performance in parts and you got the results that you want in terms of eight goals in two games. It, it looked a little bit more like the Liverpool of last season. It'll be an interesting one against Arsenal. It's 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 most certainly the biggest test so far. It's probably Liverpool's biggest game since the Manchester City game, undoubtedly. And it's a little bit of a step into the unknown for, for Jürgen Klopp and, and Liverpool because they're, they're playing a team here who are so good going forward at the moment, but very suspect going uh, the other way and you just wonder what type of team turns up in terms of Arsenal because they've been absolutely battering teams out of sight in terms of lower down in the league you look at Fulham uh, they've they've had good results against um, God there's, there's there's so many in the bottom half they they've done so well against so many teams and then Arsenal and Chelsea at the start of the season was 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 the one which really which really hurt them. So it, it, it's going to be interesting to see whether the team who was beaten by Chelsea and Manchester City at the start of the season turns up or whether it's going to be the one that has uh, you know, battered some, some of the lower-ranked teams in the league. Are you surprised that they've actually got the results, though? I know, as you, you're totally correct, they've beat the teams you probably expect them to beat, uh, even though that wasn't always the case, I suppose, in the Wenger in the last years. But you've been surprised that, you know, it's a new era there, isn't it? But it, it seems to have clicked in terms of results. Yeah, certainly, you know, along with, you know, Chelsea, you're looking at both of those teams with new managers. And obviously, Chelsea are doing a little bit better than Arsenal, and they've probably had a harder fixture list, but... Yeah, Arsenal have surprised me big time because I watched them in the first two games and even though they went toe-to-toe with Chelsea and were quite unlucky to, to not take a point from that game at least, you're looking at it and you're going, well, they've got Europa League coming up as well and you've got to juggle the Sunday, Thursday you know, conundrum there, which Liverpool were well aware of you know, up until a couple of years ago. 
you're looking at some of the new players and you're going, well, you know, are these really Champions League quality signings or is it more, you know, Europa League fodder, not being disrespectful, but we've seen with Liverpool in the past how if you miss out in the Champions League a couple of seasons on the, on, on the trot, then, you know, a club can, can really fall into a bit of a rut. So, I think what's happened here is that the change of manager, as much as I respected and I thought Arsene Wenger was a was a, was a you know superb manager, one of the best that I've seen in my lifetime. I think the change has done good. I think it's lifted the, the atmosphere around the club. I think everybody's feeling a bit more positive. I don't necessarily think Unai Emery is is the is the best manager in the world, even though obviously he's he's won you know three consecutive uh, Europa League titles with Sevilla. You look at when he went to PSG and 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 he he struggled there. Um, but I think he's benefiting from the fact that he's just a new face. He's yeah. a fresh face with fresh ideas on the training ground. And he's given them that little bit of a different mentality where, okay, Palace aside, they've, they've went 1-1 with Fulham, for example, and they managed to, to win 5-1. They've been pulled back twice against Cardiff and they've managed to get a 3-2 victory there. They were nil-nil with Watford at the you know at home, 80, 82nd minute. They finally break them down and they win 2-0. Those are the type of games last season where they're either you know, drawing or losing. So they've done well there. Palace was the interesting one because that maybe just showed the little chink in the armour that, that maybe still remains. Although Selhurst Park has become sort of their bogey ground over the past few years. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects them as well. I have been surprised with how they've how they've adapted under under Emery. And I think it's just the fact that it's it's a bit of a, a, a breath of fresh air for them at the Emirates. Yeah, let's play devil's advocate here because I think exactly what you just said there and we spoke to Charles Watts, didn't we, from London who covers Arsenal and he said they're probably not playing as fluently as they kid the Arsenal, we all know they can, but they're getting results, which we just talked about there. But the same could be said at Liverpool, couldn't it? You know, even though these last two games have been four goal victories against Red Star and Cardiff, it's still, and this is a very, very, very minor complaint, but it's still not quite there just yet. It's definitely not at the level that it was last season. And, you know, of course, at this time last season, uh, you know, you think back to September, October, Liverpool was sort of floundering in mid-table and, and hadn't certainly hadn't found the groove. Uh you know, Jürgen's changed the, the, the formation a little bit and maybe that'll bring more reward. But, you know, definitely, even with the eight goals against Cardiff and, and, and Red Star, it hasn't felt like the fluid from free, certainly. It doesn't feel like Firmino is necessarily firing on all cylinders at the moment. Salad is, is getting better. You can see the confidence coming back. You can see him. I loved his first goal against Cardiff. I felt like that was a, 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 a typical Salah goal in the fact that he, he's so alert in the box. He's dived on, onto the loose ball and, and swept it home. Mane... You know, he, he he can blow hot and cold, but he he's putting the ball in the back of the net. He's he's joined second top goal scored in the Premier League. So although they haven't clicked, the the, the signs are ominous. Yeah, not bad. It's not too bad. <laughs> is it? I think Liverpool were just a little bit spoilt last season. I also think with the absence of Oxley Chamberlain and and the uh, the failure to bring in somebody to to ultimately replace Coutinho, which was obviously uh, intended to be Nabil Fakir. I think that there's been another little rejig in the uh, in the in the in the midfield and a little bit of a rejig in the structure which you see in this four two three one come in uh, rather than the four three three. So I think Arsenal's fears about what Liverpool could do with them are probably based on more the evidence of last season. Uh, however, I think any Liverpool fears of what Arsenal could do to them are, are very much based on them playing teams who are nowhere in Liverpool's level or league. 
Definitely. Let's talk about a player who could be playing for Arsenal on Saturday night, but has been linked with Liverpool. And you, you mentioned Fikir there. It was clear that Klopp had plans for a, another attacking midfielder in the summer. As we all know, he, he identifies a player and he usually sticks to that player. But it hasn't stopped reports linking Aaron Ramsey with Liverpool. He's, he, this week it's come out that he will be leaving the club either in January for a fee or, or more likely as a free transfer next summer. Personally speaking, would you see that as someone Liverpool should identify or should chase? I feel like it is somebody that he should look at, most certainly. Um, you know, it's hard understanding that, that there's no interest there at the moment. Things obviously change. We, we know how, how, how fluid a football transfer <laughs> window can be. Uh, but I think if he's available in a free next summer, you'd only have to have a look at what Liverpool did with Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. I think Ramsey's obviously a, a, a little bit older, about five years on, on Oxlade-Chamberlain, to be fair. He's older than you think. He's 28, 29. Uh, he's a different type of player to Oxlade Chamberlain, maybe not as dynamic, but he, he brings goals into the into the final third of the pitch. And you know, I know Liverpool have, have had very little problem finding the back of the nest under Jurgen Klopp, certainly in the past eighteen months, twenty four months. But he's just another option for Liverpool. He's he, he's he's a he's a player who can break the lines. He's a player who, who who maybe can offer something a little bit different to the to the midfield, which. You know, you look at a midfield of maybe Fabinho, Wijnaldum and, and and Milner, for example. You look at that midfield and you go, well, who's breaking the lines there? Who's who's, who's moving forward? Who's joining the attack and, and bringing in the goals? So he's definitely somebody I would be looking at. I think what you've got to remember, though, is a free transfer is never a free no, transfer. No, he'll want astronomical wages. I imagine. I imagine that's what the the sticking point is with Arsenal. Liverpool's wage budget and you know their wage cap, if you will, they don't, you know, it's not too much higher than Arsenal's. So they probably have to make him one of Liverpool's best paid players. Whether he would deserve that uh, mantle, I'm not too sure. Uh, signing on fee as well, obviously, as, as Emery Chan's bank balance will attest to, <laughs> uh, is 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 uh, is also a, a point to consider. If the deal's right financially for Liverpool, I, I think he's somebody that they should look at. But one thing's for certain, if, if Jürgen Klopp isn't sold on him, he's not going to just stockpile players for the sake of it. If Adam Ramsey can't do something for Liverpool that he feels like he doesn't have at the moment, he won't be coming to Anfield. Just to come uh, one on the current midfield, we know that Henderson and Keita will be out. Jürgen Klopp said that is his press conference on Friday. How do you think he might line up at the Emirates? How I think he will line up, I think he'll go conservative enough I feel like it, it'll be a, 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 what I would say sort of Klopp's big game slash European away uh, lineup where you have the midfield of what would be a Henderson Wijnaldum Milner trio that's obviously the team that started in uh, Rome and in uh, in Kiev uh, I would probably suggest with Henderson out that'll be Fabinho instead I think that's the three that he'll go with I think he'll go with the front three um, and I think he will probably go with Van Dijk, Robertson, Allison, of course. Uh, and I've got the feeling he will up the the Gomez Lovren back uh, right hand side of the back four. I just feel twofold. Number one, they kept the clean sheet against Manchester City, albeit with a with a late Riyad Mahrez penalty miss. Um, but also with Aubameyang and Lacazette. I mean, like, uh, Aubameyang plays on the left-hand side, but he can roam and become a central striker. I feel if you're playing against two top-quality centre-forwards, having three centre-backs on the pitch on that side as well is not the worst idea in the world. So uh, that's how I see him line up. He might go for that little bit of solidity. Whether or not you you, you throw the wild card of maybe Zane Shaqiri in there, uh, maybe he goes for a 4-2-3-1 again, Uh I'd be tempted by that, I must mm-hmm. admit. I'd be tempted with the Fabinho, Wijnaldum 2 as the double pivot. I'd be tempted with uh, Shaqiri, um, Firmino, 
Mane and Salah as the front four interchanging. Um, but whether or not Klopp sees that as a little bit too attacking for, for this type of game, I just feel like Arsenal are, are vulnerable on the counter attack. We've seen the gaps that can be created when uh, when when the uh, runner and when teams break at them with pace. I feel Liverpool are set up to, to to put a fair few goals past Arsenal potentially, but it doesn't always work out like that. And, and Klopp, although he's not a safety first manager, he will respect Arsenal. He will respect Emery. He'll respect their setup. He'll respect their players. They're a very good team on paper. The expected team has got 10 internationals of the starting 11. So I think Klopp will go a little bit more conservative. And then you've got the options of Shakiri, Sturridge off the bench. Not bad at all. Christian, thanks very much for joining us, mate. Cheers. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. My big, big, big assessment is so far so good <laughs> nothing else so a quarter of the season is nothing so it's a, it's, it's for me it feels because there are three quarters to come you know, it's still the start we didn't do anything um, special we expect from ourselves that we that we win football games that um, the boys played in a lot of games really really well I know when we started and won the games but then immediately came up a little bit of discussion it's not the same way like we played last year stuff like that um, but we we, we we stuck to our plan. We, we we did what we had to do, and that's what we still try. So, um, and I always said, as long as the boys, all of them are fit, or the majority of them are fit, then uh, we have a really good football team, and a good having a good football team, and playing for a for a massive club like Liverpool means you go in pretty much each game, at least with a big chance, and for sure with a big wish. Um, to win it, um, that doesn't make, make life always easy. But it's um, we we learned to 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 deal with that again after maybe a few years where it was not that um, not that obvious that, that that the players can can cope with that situation, and that's something that yeah we we grew together, well, we've grown together. So that's the, the, and that's really um, the case. And so we like still working together. Nothing changed in that. And um, yeah, and we want to go for it together, for whatever, we don't know. But it's only, how I said, it's only the start. But the start is, is good. I, I, I don't see that it could have been massively better, but um, could have been still better. And now let's, let's, let's carry on. Let's really let's, um, keep on going and, and, and do the right things in the right moment, play the best football you can play and um, um, get results. That's, that's the job and that's what we love most. They are really strong. Unai Emery, of course, um, had the big task to come in after Arsene Wenger after felt like 50 years. Um, Arsene Wenger at Arsenal, and um, I, I, I don't know another manager of Arsenal before when I came in then. Um, and so he did brilliant. But we have to have been that. It's really it did really well. And um, after a tough start, they um, yeah. They started an impressive run. That's how it is, and um, hopefully, hopefully they're not still in it. <laughs> to be honest, but it's uh, it will be it will be a very very interesting game for sure. Um, they are um, good organized and um, clear plan. Good in counter attacks. Yeah, they're, they're, all what they can do quick is is outstanding. But good in small spaces as well so um, it's a, it's a tough game and they they are they nobody 
made them a present and gave them points, so they had to work for it and they deserved it. And um, so we need to be ready for that, for sure. And if it's really good, but it's um, probably start of, start of the week, he will be back in training. Uh, Nabi, end of this week, <laughs> does make a big difference match-wise, but it's, um, that's how it looks. Um, more, yeah, it's nothing really serious. It's, it's a kind of a, not sure, inflammation in the tendon here, though. It's, uh, and that's, that's pretty much all about only protection. The pictures you saw were only protection, so it's not, it has no influence. In football, uh, not too serious injury takes still two, three, four weeks. So that's then, then you had, we were lucky if you have an injury like that. That only means in, in, in the Premier League, 20 games. So that, 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 that's how it is. Um, and um, so that's the situation. No, they are completely uh, uh, in time, if you want. And um, so it's, it's like, like, we, like we expected it. And um, so there is no, we didn't have to rush it. Uh, actually, we couldn't, but we, we, there was no reason for, for, for trying it. And um, so that's, that's all. They were, yeah. if, it would have, if the next game would be next Friday, then probably both would be fit, but now the next game is on Saturday and then the other one on Tuesday, so that could be a bit tight. Well, our players shouldn't lose rhythm. If you change this little bit of a system, it's not that we play only with two in the back and, and eight up front or something like that. It's, it's really not that massive difference. It's, the system is therefore to bring the players in the best, in their, in their most comfortable uh, position, but if they stay in that position, it's a quite a boring game. So it's um, maybe they have to move, they have to do different things. Um, you have to you have to bring them in. A, you need a, to create a, um, a formation for defending where everybody knows what to do, and for offensive things, you need to find a formation where they really are then in their best area on the pitch. And um, we could we can do that in different ways, obviously. But it's um, we, we have a squad. If you think about the number of midfielders, if they, when they are all fit, for example, then it uh, makes sense to, to bring a few more midfielders with uh, different offensive, uh, different offensive jobs to do. Then, um, and um, that's we, we don't, we are not that stubborn system-wise. We were never, and um, even without you maybe seeing it, I don't want to blame you for that. But we played already diamonds um, in, in in this season. And uh, nobody spoke about it afterwards. So it's not a big. It's, uh, for us, it was a diamond. <laughs> Obviously, it was not that obvious afterwards. Um, um, otherwise, there would have been big stories about that. Um, so we try to use the players in the best way and give them the position where they can shine. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. And I think it's, it's a very, very difficult uh, game, very difficult team. But for us, is uh, for for going to success, attacking the success uh, against them with with our quality, our performance, and and also with our spirit. This team is uh, is developing a lot uh, with with the club and with uh, uh, signing a, a new players in the last year. And uh, this team three years ago. They were playing the final in the in the Europa League, and and their development is uh, last year to play the final in the Champions League, and uh, and now for us is one a good a big example for for how uh, you can I improve also in in in, in your in your way, 
and uh, with uh, a lot of respect for 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 them also i think we can uh, we can play against them with with our performance and also with with our possibility and uh, with uh, our spirit uh, to show our every supporter uh, we are here also a very big test for us because it's against uh, liverpool they are in a very good moment also they are a very intensity team and they are demanding us tomorrow a lot of work for for to bat then but uh, i believe in in in, uh, in our team i believe in our, our players and uh, also we are doing uh, our, our way and uh, tomorrow historically uh, say, they say say us uh, a lot of goals normally is in one match between uh, arsenal and and, and uh, liverpool and uh, the most important also for us is uh, every supporter can enjoy this match, but uh, we want to enjoy winning. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.